going on, man? What up, scriptly adapted uncut? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You you already knew that. You already got the memo. I see. You already got the memo. Oh yeah, I got yeah. the memo. I got to show support. <laughs> you, you still there, or did I'm, I lose I'm, you? Nope, already? nope. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> all I'm right, here. all right. We got cut off. Like man, not even twenty seconds I, into I, this episode. I thought we got cut off too for a second. <laughs> now nah, we're. We're all good, man. Cool, man. Uh, this is like somewhat of a season premiere for AYNE. Oh, yeah? Very nice, man. Very nice. I guess because I haven't recorded an episode in over a month. Get out of here. Wow. Yeah, it has been a month. The last edition of AYNE was the Extreme Rules Review episode, and that was uh, what, mid Yeah. Yep. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Wow. Yeah, life has been very busy, very hectic. Um, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to record as many episodes as frequently as I used to, but I'll still try to put some content out there every now and then. I hear you, man. Yeah, try to. You guys stay with the content, though, man. You, we can't, we can't miss you that long, man. Can't miss you that long. Yeah, I need, and you know what? I also need to update my the, the cover of of my show. I don't like the cover anymore. I'm just like, I I need a new cover. A revamp. I like it. Yeah, I need a revamp. Maybe I'll have your your folks at uh, a scriptly adapted hook me up. Listen, man, we're we're always here, man. Free for you, no charge, man. For well, I'll, I'll I'll talk to the, I'll talk to my partner first before I say that. Let me talk to my partner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please, man. I don't, I don't want. To be yeah, man, for sure, for sure. All right, so SummerSlam 2018 live from the Barclays Center is in the books. NXT Takeover Brooklyn in the books, which is you know. Amazing as NXT Takeover usually is. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, really quickly, did you see NXT Takeover? Did you get a chance to watch it? I, 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 I absolutely saw NXT Takeover. It was fin- it was phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, there were so many there were so many highlights to take away from that show, dude. It was amazing. The North American Championship match between Ricochet. Oh and man! Spot when he goes for the springboard moonsault, Adam Cole. Yes. It was beautiful. Beautiful, spot on, right on the money. He didn't miss the mark. I mean, and you, but 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 Lewis, you're dealing with two immense like uh, wrestling minds in there, man. Like they just know what the hell they're doing, and it was just it was beautiful to watch. It was beautiful to watch. Yeah, seriously, man. Uh, shout out to all the folks at NXT. They yeah, they, man. They, Jesus, yeah. man. They they never fail to disappoint. Never. Never. Now let's talk about SummerSlam. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right. Well, look, I'm going to start off by giving up my overall thoughts. Okay. SummerSlam 2018, I thought was enjoyable. I, I thought it was enjoyable. I wasn't expecting a whole lot either. So I would give it a B minus. Just B minus. Okay. Um, okay. And my minus comes from. Having two DQ endings in one pay per view, I, I that kind of turned me off a little bit. But other okay. than that, I like the fact that there were four title changes, um, and it actually felt eventful. It felt like a buzzworthy pay per view coming out of. What do you think? Um, I, I I'm, I'm teetering between a C plus, B minus. I like I'm I'm okay. I. I think I'm going to lean more towards the C plus range. Um, 
like, I, I, listen, I didn't hate the pay-per-view. It was definitely one of the best they've done in a while, actually, um, yeah. to tell you the truth, as far as excitement, um, as far as uh, shock value, action, matches, the quality of the matches. Um, I There's just a couple things that, uh, that I loved, man. I loved seeing the demon. That was awesome. Oh yes, uh, yes. That was a nice surprise, actually. Nice surprise. Um, I love the Becky Lynch attack. It was fantastic. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Like there was a lot of things, you know, I don't, I don't want to go down my list, but um there was a lot of good thing there was a lot of good things about it, but it just still something just didn't make me love it. I don't know what it was, Lewis. I think I, and it wasn't even the main event this time. I was hoping to really shit on the main event, but I liked what they were doing with it, with the addition of having just Braun standing out there. Oh, I yeah. Liked, I love the fact that, 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 that finally, hopefully, we're done with Brock. Like, it, I, it just it felt good, and it wasn't too long. It was, it was good. It was, it, it, it was fine for me. But just the pay-per-view as a whole, I, I don't know. I was... There was a couple of matches that just was a little disappointed. The, the Shinsuke match, I was just a little disappointed in. Yes, um, as was I. I. I was disappointed by that match too. But then again, yeah. Jeff Hardy's dealing with a lot of injuries. So is he? Is he really? Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, yeah, Jeff- he's been banged up for a long time now, and I think he's due to take some extended time off, whether it's like two, three months. But you know, Jeff Hardy has done a, a, a tremendous amount of damage to his body ever since his career started. Like, let's right. not forget the countless ladder matches, the TLC oh, yeah. matches, and God knows what other insane bumps he's, he's put his body through. It's right. catching up with him, man. He's, what, 40-something years old? It's, you know, he's not the Jeff Hardy of yesteryear. And because he's not the Jeff Hardy of yesteryear, dude, I really don't care about seeing him in the ring anymore. Like, to tell you, that SummerSlam match, it, it did it for me. It was one of those things. It was a, it was a, there was a moment that I had you that I was like, you know what? I'm pretty good if I don't see Jeff Hardy wrestle anymore because he just doesn't look. I don't know. He's he's never done it for me. Like when he was younger, the Jeff Hardy, yeah, the tag team, yeah, I loved them. Jeff and Matt, they were great. The Hardy Boys, they were great. But when he went solo and now he's older, he just moves sloppy. The moves are sloppy. The, the matches he are in are sloppy. They just don't do anything for me. Like, the whisper in the wind looks forced. Like, he, it just it looks bad. It just looks bad, man. Yeah, and, like, Shinsuke... I spot for Jeff, I don't Hardy. Know. Jeff Hardy is one of my all-time favorites when you talk about tag team wrestlers turned solo wrestlers. I, and you remember yeah. a decade ago, Jeff Hardy was one of the hottest acts in all of WWE. In all of Absolutely. Actually. Um, when he had his solo push and they gave him the title for, you know hot minute here and there and his feuds with Edge and CM Punk. Like, Jeff Hardy was great at that time. You know, that's when he was at the peak of well, the peak of his popularity, basically, as a solo superstar. But, you know, it's uh, these days, now, in 2018, I don't really care for Jeff Hardy all that much. Do Is it still amusing somewhat to see him on TV wrestling? Sure, but it, you hit the nail on the head. His spots are very sloppy. Some of them just very across is very forced. He doesn't. He moves very slowly in the ring. And right. It detracts from my enjoyment of the match. Like I'd rather just him. I'd rather just not see him if that's the case, or have him work. That's back exactly, back. exactly. I'd rather just not see him, man. Like, 
just does it just doesn't do listen listen man i jeff coming back at this past at wrestlemania was awesome to see like you know when they came back it was great to see when they yeah. did that like I, I was excited for that but but now i'm i'm like even with matt like i just don't care about them like they don't they're not doing anything for me they don't they're just they're just moving in that old school flow of how they used to do it when nowadays and this audience is younger. They need more action. They need more like boom in your face, like boom, boom, spots, spots. And they're just, they just weren't doing it. Like, I don't know. They just don't do it for me, man. I'm yeah, good without funny. them. It's funny that you mentioned Matt Hardy because his wife had recently mentioned in a tweet that it's time for Matt to reevaluate his future in pro wrestling. And so rumor has Re- it that Matt Hardy really quits sooner than, rather than later. So the, we really? might. This might be it for the the Hardys. Like this might definitely definitively be their final run. Wow. Okay. Yeah, which, that's, which that's I ain't mad at. You know what? They I'm not mad at it. everything that a tag team and singles wrestlers can, with the exception of yes. Matt, of course, because Matt was never. Um, I think he might have won the TNA title. I don't know, maybe, but um, or the Ring of Honor title. Wasn't he champion in Impact Wrestling? Uh, in Impact? Matt Hardy? Uh, he was doing the broken stuff. Wasn't he a champion at some point? I think he held something. I don't know if it was the championship. To tell you the truth, it was that whole Impact. I tried to, like, delete it out of my mind, literally. <laughs> like, I tried <laughs> that whole garbage show, man. No, like, I, I, I mean, I, yeah, but when he was doing the, the final deletion and all that stuff, that stuff yeah. caught a lot of people's attention. That stuff was actually it did. Really it did. groundbreaking it did. edgy because of how wacky it is. But it was original. Yes. Um, it was original. It was, yeah. Uh, you know, they, they won U.S. titles, intercontinental titles, European titles, hardcore titles, yeah, man. tag team titles. Uh They've they've been part of some some iconic matches. Iconic, absolutely. You know, they're they're first ballot Hall of Famers, if you will. Absolutely, absolutely. No 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 denying that. Absolutely, no yeah, denying so that. They I'm are first ballot Hall of Famers. And you know, and, you know it, it, it's just time. But let's let's talk I, about I the first title change. We're just gonna go briefly over the title changes. Um, there's no need to run down every single match. But uh, yeah. before I get into that, I just wanted to add to what you were saying about how you didn't love SummerSlam. Don't get it twisted. I'm giving it a B minus, but that doesn't mean I necessarily overly enjoyed it or loved it. I just felt yeah. like it was enjoyable enough for me to say, you know what? I'm I'm pretty satisfied with how most of the things turned out. You know? Okay. So is it so is that B minus? Um you know, and I thought it was an improvement over last year's SummerSlam or even the SummerSlam the year before. Uh, it just Absolutely. I do agree. So with that being said, the first title change, Seth Rollins wins back the Intercontinental title from Dolph Ziggler. Um, I thought this was a really great way to start the night, get the crowd hot with you know, right. than Rollins and Ziggler, who work extremely well together, two of the, the best workers in the company. Absolutely. Um, it was the right move having Seth Rollins win back the Intercontinental title because Dolph Ziggler has essentially held it for the entire summer. Um, and I have no complaints about it other than the fact that I was expecting Dean Ambrose to turn heel, but I guess they're saving that for down the line sometime. Yeah, they're going to save that for down the line. Um, 
I, 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 you know, Dolph, Dolph still amazes me in the ring, man. I, I believe everything he does. Does he oversell? Yes, of course. He, he's a little bit of an overseller, but to the, but he sells so well that you, you look past that. And he, yes, you're right. He and, 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 uh, and, uh, um, oh my God, I just went blank for a second. Uh, Rollins, him and Rollins work really well together. There's a, there is some chemistry there. Um, they do feed off each other well, and the match was entertaining, man. I I was I was thinking the same thing you were with thinking that he was going to go, uh, Ambrose was going to go heel, uh, that night. But you're definitely right. They're probably going to save that for something a little later on down the line. I could feel it. It's going to happen. Yeah, that's um, yeah. That's it only makes sense we'll to get me. Into later on what happened on Raw last night with the whole shield oh, reunion because yeah. I have some thoughts on that myself, but. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm fine with them uh, saving it because maybe they felt like it was too soon for him to turn heel after such a sudden return. So, you know what? It, it, it gives Seth Rollins a title. Um, it it keeps his upward momentum going for 2018 yep. because he's had a hell of a year. Um, you know, he might just be the all-around superstar of the year, if you ask me. I mean, I, I can't see who else would get that. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could say AJ Styles or anybody like that, but think about like in terms of resurgence, who has gone from floundering to the most over guy on Raw? It's Seth Rollins. And he's done, yeah, it's, abso- it's absolutely he's Seth Rollins. Yeah. Done it literally in a matter of just six or seven months. Right, you're absolutely right. Now, Lewis, is that is that more Seth or more booking? It's both. And I'm going to tell you why, because, sure, they have booked him to look like a very uh, valiant and credible opponent against whoever he's facing. However, right. I noticed something much more different uh, with Seth Rollins than, I did, than what I did last year, which is mm. he seems more comfortable in this babyface role this time around than he did when he first turned babyface. And he came back from mm. a knee injury. He was feuding with Triple H. I felt like he 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 was kind of trying to find himself on how to click with the audience. And now I feel like he's 100% comfortable. Like, I don't know if you get that, but I get that vibe every time I see him now. Uh, I get it. I thought he was doing that a little bit of that before. I think maybe the fact that part of this is the booking. Now he sees that they are trying to make him into this unstoppable force that is also given him the, I, I, um, I definitely, yeah. I definitely think he, uh, because he knows he's getting that bit of a push. That's all. That's also heightened his confidence level to know that the company is behind him as well. And I think that's allowed him to be this personality with the fans and the universe. So I, I think that as I think that definitely has helped. But you're right. Back back when he wasn't really getting the push and he was sort of almost mid-carding it a little bit or a little below yeah. the mid-card, I think that did something to him. I think that kind of – I think that messed, messed with him. And that's why we weren't seeing 100% Seth Rollins. So I do agree that it is both. I think it's I, – I think it's, you know, thank God for the push because if he wasn't doing the push or got that push – I don't know if we would be seeing this big of a this big of a personality now in the ring. Yeah, it's 
uh, yeah, you make a good point. Um, the booking probably lit a fire under his absolutely all for the better because we're seeing Seth Rollins at, at his peak. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's in the prime of his career. Absolutely. You know, so um, so that was a great way to kick off the pay per view. The next title change, it wasn't it wasn't a surprising title change per se, but. I'll tell you this. I was disappointed somewhat in who won the title. So Charlotte Flair wins the SmackDown women's title by defeating Becky Lynch and Carmella in a triple threat match. Right. Now, the match I thought was good. It was sloppy at some points. And I think that's mostly due to Carmella's terrible in-ring work. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> but they put in a good effort. I thought it was a solid match all around. And you could pretty much expect the title change. Yes. I I was I wasn't all that surprised by the title change. I just thought that they were really going to give it to Becky Lynch, but it made sense because of the post match attack exactly with Becky Lynch turning somewhat heel. Now the reason why she's sort of a tweener or had a tweener moment is due to the fact that Charlotte has been I'm sorry, but she has been presented as extremely unlikable in this entire angle because Becky Lynch was the rightful number one contender. Charlotte comes back from an extended absence, and all of a sudden, she feels like she needs to get a title shot. Um, (laughs) You know, and it's kind of like, all right, you got your rematch technically against Carmella, like, uh, in storyline purposes, of course. Yeah. Um, And then, okay, she beats Carmella just to get added in the triple threat match. So, Becky Lynch had every right to be bitter, and because she felt like she got screwed over. Yes. So, I feel like. This was one of the more intriguing mm-hmm. aspects of the pay-per-view because now going forward, I, I'm very curious to see how they're going to play this one out. Like, are they going to go full-fledged heel with Becky? Are they going to actually listen to the audience and make Charlotte the heel? Uh, you know, it's interesting. What did you think? Um, you know, this this match, I, I had some notes here, Lewis. I, one of them said was Carmella is still bad in the ring. That's what she that's, is terrible, bro. Good lord, man. I, I, I like she listen, she's solid personality wise on the mic, getting you to hate her. Like, she's got all that, but in the ring, man, she's still extremely green. She is, she is not, she is not good. Like, she's on, she's on a very, she's on that, uh, that Lana level of not being ready, you know. Like, I still think Lana is extremely green as well. Um, but I thought the match was okay. It was a little sloppy. It was, it was okay. Like I, I the entire match, I thought Becky got. It. I, was like, I was like, oh, they're gonna give this to Becky. This is all Becky. And then, and you already know, Lewis. I'm super not high on Becky as it is. Um, yeah. Nah, yeah, no. I listen, man. I'm not I, high I on love Becky. Becky. I've always been a fan of her since NXT. Ah, I'm just. I, I've never been. And until. Until that brutal attack, I was like, okay, Becky, this, now you got my attention. Now, now I'm interested. So now I'm very curious to see what they're going to do with her and Charlotte, because you know, that's probably what's going to happen at Hell in the Cell. It's probably going to be her, Charlotte, or maybe all three of them. Who knows? Um, um, So I'm very curious on how her intensity level heightens. Uh, But yeah, Charlotte, they made Charlotte look... Yeah, they made Charlotte look pretty, yeah, pretty annoying in this. And you heard some of their reactions from the crowd in Brooklyn that, you know, some of them were kind of turning on her, man. Yeah, yeah. 
And it, like I said, it doesn't surprise me because they did her no favors in the booking. Like they just wanted Charlotte to be part of SummerSlam, but they did her no favors in the booking. Like you can't. Becky Lynch is likable. She is over. Like right. everyone loves Becky Lynch, so you can't put a third party in it and expect the fans to react a different way. Exactly. That's just how it goes. Exactly. So the- I mean, it's it's just like that's booking one on one. It's common sense. Yeah. Now, what they could have done is they could have had uh, Charlotte in the corner of Becky Lynch and then do, like, a, a post-match brawl or something, like, one of them turns on one another. That's how I would have booked it. Yeah. Um, but I guess it also was was trying to somewhat protect Carmella, too, because she's so bad that Becky and Charlotte compensated for her uh, her short her shortcomings in the ring. That's true. Yes. That, but, dude, what do you think – where does Carmella go from here, man? I don't care. You don't... <laughs> that's, that's my answer. I don't care. I don't care to see Carmella on my TV screen. They could ship her back to NXT. For ship all her back to NXT, she, man. I'm... Her in-ring work is so bad that she sets this women's revolution back 10 to 15 years, literally, Dude, from when we were still doing you're Diva so right. <laughs> you're so right. Did you, did, did you hear the comment of, I think it was, who said that? She still acts like as if this is the divas, or they called her a di- someone called her a diva. Was it Charlotte? Like a promo, Charlotte? Like a, I think I was a promo. I, I, that, I, I must have missed that. I think it was a promo Charlotte cut calling Carmella like a diva. And I was like, damn, that's that, that hit that hit home because she does wrestle as if this is the divas era. Like, this is back in the day where women really didn't wrestle and it's really bad wrestling and no one really wants to see you on screen. Like that's how she moves and acts and portrays herself in the ring. It's, it's whack. I, I, I don't know. She's not a fan. Yeah. And I get so upset now in hindsight because <laughs> they had her beat. I mean, it was a dirty victory, but they had her beat Oscar. <laughs> so, you know, Oscar's feeling a certain way. Like, why am I jobbing to this? Business? Right. Right. Exactly. So, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, let's see. All right. So our next title change was well. Actually, let's talk a little bit about the WWE Championship match. Now there wasn't a title change, but um, AJ Styles got himself disqualified because Samoa Joe was playing mind game with the family being at ringside and all that good stuff. But man, I am really digging this feud because yeah. we haven't seen any kind of heel work like this in a while where like the family's getting involved. Like it's, it's very refreshing actually. Yeah. Lewis, I love it. Especially like towards the end where he's like, you know, I promise you that daddy will come home. I guess he's not, but I'll be your new dad. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I, I, I popped so hard for that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Me I, too. I mean, the match itself was very entertaining. Yes. It was really good. Yes, it was. And I, I do understand the DQ finish because of the fact that it's the first chapter um, in their rivalry, so I, I you know, I, that gets a pass. Yes. So uh, overall, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. And Samoa Joe is just firing on all cylinders right now. They don't give that man the title; they're bugged. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm digging. I'm, I'm totally on board with you on this one. I am digging the Samoa Joe AJ Styles angle, dude. This, this whole, this is great heel work, like you mentioned before. Having the family involved and like having. <laughs> Having his mom, having the mom and the daughter right there at ringside, and and Joe is like blatantly talking to them 
It was so good. It was so good. And then seeing yeah, it was it was extremely well executed. Really well executed. Match was on point. I, I sort of like this better than the Shinsuke AJ. Like I thought I think this has much better billing, much better heat. Like I, I like this a lot more. Like if it's you know why? Because it's giving these guys it's exposing more personality out of them. Like Joe's being the heel he knows he can be. And AJ's being that super baby face, amazing wrestler that we all know he can be. And that family man who's protecting his family. And it's just, it, the, the story just works so well. And they know each other. They, they've, they've been in the ring in other companies together. There's history. It just works. Yeah. It works. The, the it works. was even chanting TNA at one point. Yeah, but it works. It was, it was so well done. I, I, this was one of my favorite matches. So well done. And I don't mind. Yeah, and I don't mind AJ keeping how AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, they had a, a really good last man standing match two months ago, and they had a really solid match on SmackDown um, a few weeks before that. But they never really reached that crescendo that I know they're capable of. Because if you've if you've ever seen their match from Wrestle Kingdom, uh, Wrestle Kingdom ten, mm-hmm. I believe it was, um, that match was fucking great. So I'm like, I know they're capable of it. I just, I don't know. Their, their matches, for the most point, I don't know if they they were off or they had some restrictions from the back to really go all out. I I I really don't know. It's it's puzzling. Yeah, I don't get it. I really but, don't get it. But that it was a, it was a good, it was really good, man. I didn't mind the the no changing of the of the title. I didn't mind that at all. I, I, it just works because they're gonna they're gonna run with this for a little bit. So, um, yeah, and it's it's the smart thing to do. This this is one of those feuds that needs to be drawn out for at least another uh, month or so. Exactly. Yeah. So our next title change was Ronda Rousey finally winning the big one, winning the Raw Women's Championship yeah. by beating Alexa Bliss in one sided fashion. This is, this might as well just been. Should have just been a squash match. Yeah, I. Um, what do you think, dude? You know what? I don't have a problem with it because we all knew that Ronda Rousey was going to win the title. The big question going forward is, what do they do with Ronda Rousey as champion going forward? Right. Um, is she going to be on some shit where she's only defending the title on pay per views? Is she actually going to be wrestling on Raw more often? Who is going to be? Um, who who are challengers going to be? Uh, after after Alexa Bliss, like what what programs is she gonna be in? Um, are we gonna actually get Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax one on one again? Are we gonna get? Uh, is this building up towards Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte or Ronda Rousey versus Oscar? Maybe uh, you know the possibilities are endless. They are endless. Um, ah, you know I'm not I'm I'm for once I wasn't I wasn't mad about the changing of this title and Ronda winning. I mean, it just, it was going to happen. If you're going to make it happen, make it happen now, I guess. Um, I just, I didn't like how Alexa Bliss came off, dude. I, they made her look, and I get it. Ronda's the baddest woman on the planet. I get it. She's UFC. She's bad, you know, badass. But you also are dealing with Alexa Bliss, who is also a talented female wrestler. Right, she's got some moves. Yeah. She's beaten some big names, you know. She's I. It just made it. She didn't really have any type of offense. Like I just, I just didn't like. I just didn't like the way they made her look. I don't know. I, 
I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't like the way she looked. I I was a little disappointed with that. Um, yeah, I, yeah. You know what? In that regard, I feel like because Alexa Bliss has been given such a push over the past twelve months, right? They should have given her. They should have made her put up at least more of a fight. A little I mean, bit. They made it so one sided that it was almost as if she was out of Ronda Rousey's league. Right. And mind you, this is the Raw Women's Champion. Exactly. So. And you're now in the WWE right. ring, not the octagon. And you're walking into Alexa's yard, not the not your yard. And Alexa's held that title so many times on both shows. Like, there's got to be some type of credibility on Alexa Bliss's part to give her some sense of offense, some sense of where you're, you're almost not sure. If I book this, I'm telling you in the back, if I'm the producer, I'm like, listen, Rhonda, you're getting the title tonight, but Alexa, I want you to make Rhonda work for it. I want you to be underhanded. I want you to be sneaky. I want you to be, I want you to be underhanded. I want you to be sneaky. I want you to do things that throw Rhonda off. Let's make this a real SummerSlam women's fight, right? Instead of like a squash. I don't know. I, I just yeah. didn't like the squash. I don't know. Just that, that was my only thing. I didn't There's mind the title change. I have of Ronda Rousey right now, or at least the way she's booked in her match. Um, one, she's talking too damn much during the match. Too much during the match. Um, <laughs> right. I, I don't. I don't like that. That, that just turns me You're off. Right. Um, You're right. You're right. The whole uh, taunting, like, "Come on, Alexa, yeah, you're the champ." You're right. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I just don't like it. I don't like it. Like a little bit of talking here and there, but I think she Ronda Rousey kind of overdoes it. Yes. So that's one. My second criticism is. And she hasn't really been given any. Then again, this was only her what fourth match since uh, becoming a WWE uh, roster member. Yes, but she hasn't been given any real competition outside of Nia Jax. I want to see her matches not be so one dimensional. Yes, yes, and that's what I was like, hoping. I want to actually see her and Charlotte go at it, which I have a hunch will be the match, the women, the women's match at WrestleMania. Next year, Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah. Um, and that's a match where I want to see, like, you know, I want to see somebody on Ronda Rousey's level or even, like, you know, Rousey versus Oscar or something like that. But Like, I'm tired of seeing, like, you know, the same Samoans uh, drop yes. two or three times in the, in the match and then, you know, the arm bar, that's it. I totally you know, what's great about the company now is that there are some names that can give Ronda a run. Like, I could see a Sasha Banks. I could see yeah. uh, an Asuka, definitely, uh, a Charlotte. I could see even a Natty. I could see, you know, well, like, even, even maybe even a Bailey, even a Bella Twin. Like, even <laughs> even like a Bella Twin, just because they're veterans. Like, they are, they've been in the ring, and now you're entering our world. And there's going to be things we do that you're just not used to. And we're the women here. Like, that sort of thing. Like, giving her, giving her, giving her matches where it's, like you said, not so one-dimensional. Like, I get it's only the fourth of whatever match that she's had in the company. I get it. So you got to build that up. You get, you're, you're, you're solidifying the dominance. But now that she's got the title, I want to see some quality now. I want to see her on the mat. I want to see her sell. Like, I want to see all of that now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hopefully, we're not asking of too much, but I think we're asking. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, we, we shall I see. I don't know. Um, yeah. I didn't see that segment on Raw. I read about it last night where she uh, apparently got into it with Stefan and 
Yes, she did. I saw it on Apparently, for the Evolution pay per view, it's going to be Rousey against Stephanie. So, again, that's all. That's terrible. One sided match. It's terrible. Terrible. This is the what? This is the first female pay per view, women's pay per view, right? Why the hell would you put Ronda Rousey, the champion, against Stephanie, who's not a wrestler, not even a full time wrestler? Like you want, you want to be. This should be a splash. This should be big. This should be big. And I'm just saying, like, throw her in the ring with someone else other than Stephanie. Yeah, dude. You saw what happened at Mania. Make, she looked horrible. Make a whole lot of sense. I mean, I'm looking forward to that. No sense. That match is, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Anyway. It doesn't make sense, man. So let's talk about the main event. Roman Reigns finally, finally, <laughs> finally takes the Universal Championship off of Brock Lesnar in the main event. I have absolutely no issues with the match because it was short and sweet. And. They threw a little red herring in it by adding Braun Strowman into the mix. So yes. that had a lot to do with why the crowd was so into the match and not necessarily shitting on it. Yeah, you know, you got your chance of you both suck, you both suck. But they left it suspenseful enough to where people are actually thinking that Brock Lesnar was going to cash in after the match was done, which was a smart move, uh, even if it didn't happen. So I like how, you know, Roman Reigns just capitalized on the distraction, gave him one spear, and that was it. Because the three count was seemingly a surprise because we thought, I mean, at least I thought Brock Lesnar was going to kick out of that spear. It turned out he didn't, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, is this the Twilight Zone? Like, Lesnar actually lost the title? (laughs) Lost the title. Like, like Lewis, at any point did you think that Brock is holding that title? Wait, did you think to yourself, man, he's this is it. He's just gonna he's gonna keep it. This is it. He's you keeping know, the title. That's hard to say because as much as I wanted him to drop it and I thought it was the right time, something in the back of my mind was telling me that they were gonna screw Roman Reigns over yet again. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't help that feeling. I'm just like, holy shit. Like I just have to Yeah. Once he started I felt it surmounting too. that comeback and giving him the German suplex, I'm, I'm like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I felt that that was going to happen, man. I was like, yo, Roman's going to get screwed. And if Roman got screwed again, there's got to be a point where, as a company and creative, you got to tell yourself, like, what the hell are you doing? Yep. Like, what are we doing? What, like, what, <laughs> what are we waiting for? This is supposed to be the guy. Like this is supposed to be this is Cena two point like this is this is it yeah exactly and we're and we're making him look like a damn chump every single time a loser every single time so I'm glad listen I wasn't upset about the ending I'm glad for Christ's sake he won I'm glad if this is all over hopefully I I now now I just want to know what's next for Roman I, it looks like it's probably going to be a Braun Strowman possibly. It's going to be like a Braun, I think. So, Yeah, uh, which uh, leads us into um, some, some opinions on that segment last night. So, you know, SummerSlam is in the books. We finally have a universal title match the following night on Raw. Like, I'm like, holy shit. It's been so long that fans haven't even realized this, but that was the first universal championship match on Monday Night Raw 
in over a year and a half going towards two years. Are you serious? Yes. Like God, I haven't, it, even, I haven't even noticed. Universal Championship was defended on Monday Night Raw. We got to take you back to probably January 2017 or even December uh, 2016. Jeez, wow. Yeah, it's been that long because Lesnar has been champion since April 2017, since WrestleMania 33. Lewis, that's terrible. Like, it's been so long that I have not – it's bad that I have – I've been so immune to it. I have I've been so used to not seeing it on TV. Exactly. That I, Everybody has gotten to the point where they're just so accustomed to not seeing a world championship defended on Raw that it was like – Okay, well, champion's not here uh, uh, tonight, so what's next? So when they actually announced that Roman Reigns would be defending the title against Finn Balor, of course the fans are going ape shit. It's like, finally. And finally, you're making good use of Finn Balor. Yeah. Now, we finally, all, of course, he wasn't going to win the title. I knew that. But at least, you know, he looked right. strong in, his, in defeat. Now, the crazy thing was Braun Strowman comes out, and after he had already vowed to not cash in while somebody was down, blah, 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 blah. He comes out, kicks Roman Reigns, knocks him down, and that's it. This is the moment. Barclays is going wild. Braun Strowman is going to cash in on somebody that, well, is not really all that much over with a certain segment of the audience. As he's about to do his thing, the Shield music plays. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins come out all dressed up in their Shield gear and in a nutshell, they all attack Braun Strowman and triple power bomb him through the announce table. Raw goes off the air with them doing the Shield salute. What are your thoughts yeah. on what goes forward? Uh, I, I was a little confused to tell you the truth. I, I, I liked it. I, 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 it was a nice little reunion, but um, what does this mean? Like, what's happening? Is this uh, is this setting up? something for Hell in the Cell as far as like a three-way shield versus Braun and two other people. Like, what's gonna... Why... Why now give us the shield? I... I well, I can answer I, that for you because the shield reunion last year was jinxed from the get-go because of injuries and shit. So... Ah, um, yes, okay. Remember, when they first reunited... Roman Reigns came down with that sickness. I forgot. Remember when that sickness was going around backstage and Bray Wyatt was out for a yes. minute? And, yeah, yes. Roman Reigns was yes. out for a month. He missed the TLC pay-per-view. And Kurt Angle was his replacement in that Shield yes. match against Strowman. Um, so there there was that. Then Roman Reigns comes back. Then, you know, they, they reunite for pretty much a cup of coffee. They have a great match against the New Day Survivor Series. And then, boom, a month later or... I think less than a month later, Dean Ambrose uh, gets injured. Yeah, you're right. The and, whole damn yeah, thing. Yeah, and it never, it never came to fruition, or at least the fruition that they they envisioned. Um, so I think they're giving it another shot. I like it, but then again, I dislike it because I'm kind of over the whole shield business. Because yeah, dude, that's why I'm saying, yeah, that's... right, right. Um, and it felt right last year. Now it just feels a little forced, and quite frankly, it feels predictable because you know what's going to happen. You know that they're going to do an angle where Dean Ambrose does to Seth Rollins what Seth Rollins did to him uh, four years ago when he when he turned on them. Right. 
that's, that's exactly what's what, probably what, going to happen. What, what's going to happen? You know, the shield is not yeah. going to be a, a long term thing. At least I, I, I wouldn't think. So. You're right, man. I you're you're right. Who cares? Like you're like like this should have been done. This was perfectly executed. Was well, supposed to be perfectly executed last year, and now you're giving it to us. Force feeding us, force feeding it, feeding it, feeding it to us again, and it's sort of like, all right, well, I, I, does anybody really care about this? Like, I, I don't know. I, it, I, I like seeing them. It was cool. It was all right, but I'm kind of over it. Like, it, yeah, exactly. Been, I, been there, been there, done that with the shield, man. Yeah, um, we've been there, done that. They, they've already stamped their legacy. They're one of the greatest stables of the modern era. Um, you know, they, they did their thing and they all had successful solo careers and still having successful solo careers. I don't know if it's going to be a long-term thing or not. I, it's, I don't know. That's, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm over the shield. Yeah, so as I was saying, Raw is, Raw hasn't been doing this for quite some time, which is establishing continuity. So I like how they're setting up these angles where there's a hook for the following week. Yes. Um, and, that, and again, that's something that they haven't been doing in a while. So I'm actually intrigued to follow up our role next week and see where they, where, where the, in which direction this is headed. I, I like that too, man. I, th- that's why I'm curious to see what they're, what they're planning to do here with this. Um, I, I'm, because I'm, I'm a little, I, I could see what you mentioned before, right? You, you know, Dean Ambrose pulls the Seth Rollins, turns on everybody. I could see that. That's because I just the way Dean. I love Dean's new look. I love his new attitude, and you can tell yeah. he's he's off. He's a, he's a little off, and that's the point. So he's got to make a move in the group that tears him apart again, and it's got to be him. So I'm waiting to see what they're gonna. I think this is all for the development of Dean Ambrose. To tell you the truth, I think. Because you already got you already got Roman with the title, you already got Seth Rollins on a game top ten, uh, top three guys in in Raw on Raw with the Intercontinental title. So now you need something to build Dean. How do we get Dean back into the picture of being a main eventer again? And the only way to do that possibly is what the creative probably thought. Listen, bring back the Shield and have Dean do something. That tears the shield back apart, and then boom! Now you got Deal Dean at at a level heel, and possibly a great run with maybe us maybe at that point a Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Title. So that would be my thought if I'm booking um, that this would all be just to develop and get Dean back out there. Yeah, I think you're right. I think. I think this is this has a lot of potential. Um, I'm right. definitely looking forward to uh, an Ambrose and Rollins feud over yep. the IC title, and because the roles would be reversed. Because back in the day when they feuded, you know, obviously Dean Ambrose was the babyface, but now we get to see Dean as the vicious heel and Seth Rollins as the hot babyface, and it's exactly. just, it's perfect timing, if you ask me. Yep, and that's. That's my thought with this. Is that that's that's the move that they're they're looking to accomplish with this? Uh, is that you know this that Dean that Dean Seth feud I think would be really good, really good. Yeah, really good um, I'm just hoping that 
Braun Strowman actually win. I'm hoping that Braun Strowman actually wins the title <laughs> as opposed to uh well as opposed to not winning the title, obviously, but I hope that he successfully cashes in and has a proper one run with the U uh the Universal Championship because he he deserves it, man. I what better person to put the Universal title on right now than Braun Strowman? Okay, so hold on, Lewis. So are you saying you you do you care about Roman being champion? Is this something you care about? Yes and no. Okay. The, my yes is because it's refreshing. You know, it's the first full-time champion in <laughs> since early 2017. Yeah. So it's refreshing in that regard. Um, And no, because, again, I'm still indifferent to Roman Reigns. But I, I can see a lot of – well, not a lot, but I can see – a few good feuds coming out of it. It's just that Raw is lacking some really strong heels right now. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They are lacking some heel power. And that's why I think they got Now, if if you start pushing Drew McIntyre and Mm. having him as a contender, uh, you know, to face Roman Reigns for the title, now that's money. I love that. I love that. Because Drew, Drew's bad. Listen, man, I don't know. Maybe that that whatever, wherever Drew, wherever... (laughs) foreign world Drew went to to find himself and come back as a badass wrestler is was perfect for him because wherever wherever he went maybe went to like a Tibetan temple somewhere and just found himself and (laughs) I don't know wherever he went was perfect because this dude a looks like money b I the whole look the vibe his in ring has approved the guy is jacked out of his mind He's got world. He's got universal champion written all over him, written all over Absolutely. him, and it's just the right moment. God, he's gonna. He's, they're gonna skyrocket him, and it's gonna be amazing because he's so good, so good. He moves well in the ring. I want to see that a Roman Drew McIntyre. I think that would be pretty solid, man. I would. I think on both parts. Yeah, on both I think ends. that would be very, very, very solid. Yeah, and like you said, I love that. Um, whatever work that he was doing in Impact Wrestling definitely did him a, a huge service. A he huge said, service. And mind you, he left the company in what, 2014, 2015? Like yeah. 2015? And he just, it's a complete transformation. He doesn't even look like the same Drew McIntyre. Doesn't even look like the same dude. <laughs> he does not look, yo, like, if somebody had. If the last time someone watched wrestling was 2011, when Drew McIntyre was, you know, somewhat relevant, yeah, and they fast forward to now, they'd be like, "Wait, what?" They'd be like, "Is this the same person?" It, listen, dude, I'm, you know, it's a, I'm telling you, it's a complete transformation. It's a complete transformation. His work is better. I He's love got it. the grittier look. Yeah. Um. He just has more of a total package, and if you, and it, it kind of looks like he got taller too. Yeah, it looks. He, he, I don't know what it is. Like, yo, like this dude just went into like a, a fucking hyperbolic chamber. Exactly. Or he looks like Super Shredder, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like Super Shredder. It, he came back out of his mind. Great, like he looks. He looks perfect, and he can. He, he, he his mic skills are de- are decent enough to get him far. He's got a little personality, his confidence, his whole swag level has gone to a level 10. 
And it's it's like I mentioned before, it is world champion all written, written all over it. And what I would love to see Braun win it. I mean, Braun would be awesome, right? I mean, it's it, the guy for the past year or so has worked his ass off to get that title. I mean, it's almost it's almost like okay, are you, when are you going to give it to him at this point? I mean, it's it's yeah. what more does he have to do? Um, it's going to happen. He's going to get that title. Um. But man, I would love to see like a Braun, maybe a Braun Drew or a Drew Roman, or I take a. At this point, yeah. I might take a Roman Braun. Like I, I don't know. I mean, I take a Roman Braun. Whatever, I take it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think any combination of those three guys is gonna be, um, is gonna be money pretty much, or even even a, a triple threat between all three of them. But oh, man, like if even, you have yeah. Braun and Drew, or Drew and Roman, or even reignite the Roman and Braun feud, like I'm fine with any of those options. Absolutely. Any combination of those three guys right now is, is going to be great. Absolutely. I, I picture that this is my prediction, is that Drew McIntyre where are we? We're, we're in what we, we're in August, September, October, November, December. Drew McIntyre will get that title either before Mania or on Mania. That's my, predi- ah. that's my prediction. He's gonna. He, well, hey, uh, you know, I guess strike while the while the iron is hot, right? Why not put the title on him before Mania? Yeah, man. I mean, you can't sit. You unless creative got something totally different, making Drew go after the Intercontinental title. Then I'll. Then that's different. Then, then we're maybe looking at a longer time frame. But if they're gonna skyrocket him to main event status, he's gonna get that title either by Mania. Or before, it's going to be one of them. It, he's got to. They got to take, like you said, strike while the iron hot. They got, they got to do it now. Do it now. Drew's hot, yeah, and, I, and I the totally crowd agree. likes him. Um, do it. Speaking of WrestleMania, so it turns out I'll actually be in New York that weekend. Man, I you're yeah my my sweet wife Karen was great. And amazing enough to actually get me uh, tickets to the MSG uh, G1 Supercar. Amazing, amazing. I, I was very, I, I was very jealous, Lewis. I was going to call you. Yeah, dude, I was not I was... expecting <laughs> it, but yeah, I'll, I'll be in town. So awesome. We should, we should link up and just stand right in front of the Barclays Center, Madison Square Garden, and do a live, a live. edition of Ayne. <laughs> Listen, man, I like where your head is at, man. Uh... <laughs> That's a, listen, man. I'm listen. We will definitely link up for sure. Um, I gotta. I, I'm. I'm gonna wait. Wait. Oh, well, do you plan on attending any events? That's gonna be a huge wrestling weekend. Ah, oh, man. I. I want to. Um, I want to take my wife to a mania. I would love to take, and she's very interested into a mania. And if I was to take her to any mania, it would be this one because she pretty much knows everyone on the on the on the roster. So. She would she would enjoy she would enjoy Mania more than an NXT. You know what I'm saying? So, um, well, yeah, yeah, right. Because NXT is more for the the wrestling enthusiasts like us, and you know WWE is mainstream. Yes. So you know they're gonna appeal to a much wider uh, segment of the audience. Yeah. So, depending on what Mania looks like and what the card looks like and who what those tickets look like, number one. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, with yeah, the with tickets, those tickets like, like th- then I probably would love to would love to go to Mania, take the wife to Mania. Maybe you and I can link up after your show. Um, I really, I'm really curious about your show. By the way, I'm 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 contemplating on looking at what that looks like too. So uh, we'll keep in touch. Yeah, man, the more the merry. I'm going with two cousins cousins of mine. Okay, so it, that that should be that should be pretty fun. You know, you're gonna see uh, Okada and Naito and Tanahashi and uh, you know, hopefully Kenny Omega doesn't sign with WWE, but you'll see Kenny. What Omega do you think about that, man? You think he's signing? I don't know. The wrestling landscape is so different now that I don't think they're just going to jump to WWE just for the sake of jumping to WWE uh, for a higher paycheck. I think they're very comfortable with the money that they're making in New Japan and Ring of Honor. So, um, you know, but then again, the uh, the counter argument is they probably feel like they've already done everything there is to do on the indie scene and they want to go to a major platform like WWE. Hmm. Okay. And I say they, meaning Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. And the bu- Young Bucks, yeah. And Cody, not to mention. And Cody. Mm-hmm. Damn, I would love to see Cody back, man. That'd be nice. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing that all-in pay-per-view. I think it's on September 1st. September 1st, okay. Yeah, it's 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 like uh, the first week of September, I believe. Or if not the week after, but it's all-in. Um, if you don't know anything about it, it's basically like a super independent wrestling card, which is like kind of run by uh, ROH, like Cody and the Young Bucks have been promoting it for, uh, since, since, the, since the spring. And they ended up selling out tickets because it's going to take place in Chicago and everything. Um, and there's big buzz behind it. They already have a couple of matches confirmed, one of them being Kenny Omega versus Pentagon Jr., which is going to be insane. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm going to actually tune into that pay-per-view. Um, I, I just love watching outside products nowadays since WWE is so still. Yeah. Although they you could tell they kinda hit the reset button a little bit with some Absolutely. But um you know, I, I was watching the G one climax the, the whole summer and there are some truly amazing matches. Like when it came down to the finals, bro, you know Kota Bushi is right? I, I've heard of him. I don't think I've ever seen any of his matches or anything. Okay, well, he was part of the WWE Cruiserweight Classic two years ago. Okay. Um, had some great matches with guys like Cedric Alexander, and, and uh, I believe he faced Brian Kendrick. Um, and he was he was in NXT for, like, a cup of tea, like, two years ago as oh. well. And then he went back to New Japan. So, um, let's just put it this way. He was part of two mm-hmm. five-star matches in the G1 Climax towards the end. He had a five-star match against Kenny Omega, his tag team partner. And he had a five-star match in the finals against Tanahashi. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is something I got to check out then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you will not be disappointed. Trust me. You, I, 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 if I recommend a match from New Japan to you, you're not going to be disappointed. Okay. I got to start watching, like, New Japan and ROH. Like, I've, 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 I've watched ROH a little bit. I've seen bits and pieces of New Japan. Like I've never sat down and watched or seen just a whole a whole show and and all these names. So I gotta I really gotta immerse myself into that. I really wanna check this out. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, you know, it, it's it's difficult because there's so much content now, but um I'm not really up on ROH as much as I am on New Japan, but uh, with New Japan I just check out like the marquee matches most of the time and some of the undercard matches depending on what it is. 
Like I know Will Osprey is like incredible. Yeah. Um, there's just so there's just so many great matches, man, and uh, it's it's so much great talent over there. Like they don't they don't fuck around when they're putting on their matches, bro. No, it sounds like it, man. They 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 go all out, man. So what show are you seeing? Yeah, man? they what definitely go all out. That's why I'm super excited because they know they're gonna show out at the Garden. Because I mean, it's it's Madison Square Garden. Like, not every pro wrestler gets to actually wrestle in that building. Right. Now, is this the ROH New Japan show? Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. It's the, uh, that's going to be crazy. ROH uh, versus New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, that's going to be one supercar. That's going to be amazing. You're going to have talent from ROH facing talent from New that's Japan. That's going to be amazing. Man. Yeah, that's, that's going to be that's going to be yeah, that's... sick, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, look, I'm, I'm so pumped for it. That's going to be crazy. I guess. And it takes place the same night as Takeover, so I'm actually missing Takeover that oh, night. Oh, it's taking oh, it's taking place on the same night as Takeover. Interesting. Yep. So okay. G1 Supercard at the Garden, Takeover at Barclays at the same time, and then 24 hours later, WrestleMania at MetLife. You know, you know WWE is gonna try to put on an insane takeover, right? Like that takeover, whoever at the time is the man or whatever matches they got going, it's going to be insane because they they know what's going on ac- across town and put on a hell of a show for NXT, knowing that right across town in their home and in, the, in Madison Square Garden, they got ROH and New Japan in the same building. So, yeah, definitely. And I know for a fact that that, that definitely hurt Vince's ego, the fact yeah. that another company was able to book uh, Madison Square Garden. So, yeah, you yeah. know... NXT and WWE management that they're gonna they're gonna try and go all out as much as possible for their takeover yeah. card. Yeah, they're like, gonna make this. They're gonna make sure this is probably the greatest takeover of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's what they're. they're that's what they're gonna go for. Hell in a cell, a ladder match. They're gonna yeah. like, go all inferno, out. Inferno, inferno matches. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We're talking all this shit. For all we know, they might just have Kenny Omega debut at, at takeover. Jeez. What a move and that would that be, would be like the biggest deal in NXT history since Shinsuke Nakamura came to NXT. What a d- <sighs> wow, man! Imagine that Kenny Omega might just we might just see that. Wow, that would be insane. That'd be insane. That that would be. That would be the highlight of the entire weekend. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I would have to probably leave the garden and hop the train across. You might. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh no, man. I wouldn't blame her. And she would kill me. She'd be like, I spent all that money on your tickets, but you're going <laughs> to. And you went to NXT anyway? You. <laughs> yeah, man. You Listen, man. I'll, if I'm at NXT. I'll text you and let you know, man, what's going down. Because, yeah, there uh, you go. We can Marco Polo one another. Yeah, we can Marco Polo one another, man, because that would be insane. What a weekend for that to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, if any weekend for something big like that, a big signing, like a Cody or Young Bucks or, or, or Kenny Omega would happen, what a, that weekend would be it. Vince would be like, listen, sign someone, but one of those guys need to get here. Like... I could see that happening. I yeah, I, could I, see I that. could see that happening too. I wouldn't. Pa- and and the word out on the street is that they're gonna put out some 
huge, huge, huge money offers to those four guys. Jesus. Like, Cody has officially left WWE, made something of himself, and he, and increased his, his stock. Absolutely. And now he can come back to WWE and laugh in all their faces. Yep. All their faces. Absolutely. Like, yeah, that's what you get for putting me in a, in a stupid Stardust gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> Stardust. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn, I forgot about that. Jeez, Stardust. Yeah, they treated Cody like shit. So yeah. by now, Cody is one of the hottest acts in on the indie scene. Um, so you know, we'll we'll see how this all plays out. It should be very interesting. Should be interesting, man. Should be interesting. Anyway, for all you listeners out there, I know it's been a while, but continue to follow me on AYNE. Well, on Instagram at AYNE Podcast. Um, Got to link up with Kyoto and see if. We can get something going with a new uh, podcast image cover. I like it. Or cover image, I should say. I like it, man. Let me know. Or if not, I'll just do some bootleg shit on Microsoft Power. (laughs) 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 Listen, man, that that works too. Listen, man, that works too. I mean, the the next time I I actually want to have a a movie-based talk because there's like so much to us, Absolutely. Listen, man, we uh, Kate and I can have you on Scriptly Uncut, man. What's uh, you know what your next topic is going to be? Uh, we're gonna the next topic will be uh, we're gonna discuss Black Klansmen. Black Klansmen. Discuss- Black Klansmen, the Spike Lee movie. Oh, I thought you said Black Panther. I'm like, yeah, oh, but no. that's no. no. <laughs> No, Black Klansman. Yeah, the Spike that Spike Lee movie that just came out, man. We're gonna check that out in a couple of days. And then we're oh, gonna cool. yeah. and then and then we're gonna review it. Yeah, man. So we're gonna get we're gonna get to the Black Klansman, maybe trash movie pass a little more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Take that movie pass fuckers. Yeah, man. What a what a t- God, man. What a disappointment. But uh yeah, trash movie pass a little more. And maybe just discuss whatever is out in the movies, man. Just just kind of go through some stuff. Sounds good, brother. Well, I know we went a little over, but it's it was good. A, a nice conversation. It was a refreshing conversation since Absolutely. it's been so long. Absolutely. About Absolutely, man. It was, it's been a pleasure, Lewis, as always. Yes, as always, Kyote. Thank you so much for taking your time out to come on. And hopefully we'll link up soon and we'll get some more content going. Absolutely, man. I'll, I'll throw some ideas at you to see if you see if you're up for it. Yeah, definitely. I'm always down. All right, brother. All right, brother. Peace. Later.